Hello and welcome to the Blue Collar Yields podcast. I am your host, Tom Migliaccio. At Blue Collar Yields, we will talk about real estate, entrepreneurialism, and many other topics. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts. And while there, don't forget to rate this show and subscribe. Our next guest is Ashley Coyne, who started Heartbeat Kitchen. Ashley graduated from the University of Tennessee with a bachelor's in psych. Heartbeat is a plant-based, locally sourced restaurant, where their philosophy is to make great-tasting food that does not compromise health. In addition to serving great-tasting healthy food, Heartbeat offers complimentary yoga classes as well as wellness get-togethers. Ashley is also a Lululemon ambassador and opened up Heartbeat in Westmont, New Jersey. After receiving overwhelming support from the community, she knew she was onto something and opened a second restaurant in Ocean City, New Jersey. In this episode, we talked to Ashley about her insecurities of starting a new thing, how she overcame them, and struggles with the community that she faced. Ashley, thanks so much for being here today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. At Blue Collar Yields, we talk about real estate and entrepreneurialism. As an entrepreneur looking for a location, can you tell me what went into your site selection? Yeah, so for the Westmont location, I just always liked how this was kind of like a drive through town. Like, this was never really your destination, whereas Collingswood, which my realtor tried to push me, like, so hard to go to Collingswood. Mm -hmm. But I always felt like you were, like, just going to Collingswood. You were never, like, driving through Collingswood. Yeah, so I just felt like this. Like, even anytime I would go somewhere, like, towards Wegmans or, like, towards where I work out in the mornings, like, I was always passing by here. And what about Ocean City? So Ocean City is kind of funny. I never, so that wasn't my first choice at all where we are right now on 8th and Atlantic. I wanted to be on Asbury so bad and the location I had there fell through. And then I rented last year's space. as just like a temporary location, had no intentions at all of staying there. And then my landlord didn't want to be a landlord anymore. And all of the other people that were purchasing that building wanted it for themselves. So I wanted up buying it because I just did not want to move. We did so well there last year. So it winded up working perfectly. Let's take it back to the beginning. When did you start thinking about opening a plant-based restaurant? And when did you realize that your idea was actually feasible? So I guess it was five years ago now. I was working front office for the Philadelphia Wings, the lacrosse team, and they had relocated to Connecticut. So I'd gotten laid off. And I just always wanted, I had gluten intolerance and just ate really healthy, never ate a lot of meat. And was just always looking for somewhere like that to go eat and just kind of a cozy environment to like sit down and be on my computer and apply for jobs. And there's nowhere. So my mom was just kind of, I think, messing around with me at the time. But was like, why don't you open one? And so then I started really thinking about it and looking at locations. I was like, oh, gosh, I guess I'm really doing this. Can you talk about some of the insecurities you faced and how you overcame them? Yeah, so, like, I always just knew there were times where even I had the the location and my mom was still like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure this is a good idea? So I was always confident that it would work. Like, I just knew, like, there was nowhere that was completely gluten-free around here. There was nowhere that's totally plant-based. So I knew that it was going to do a lot. I mean, but still, like, I'd have nightmares about it before we opened. And I was just like, oh, gosh, like, I'd lose sleep over it. But you just never know, like so many restaurants and I bought all used equipment. So I was going into these restaurants that had closed down and some people had like horror stories about how they closed down after six months and didn't even make it a year. And 
whatever. So I was like, oh gosh, you know, but yeah, I mean, I just always knew that it would work though. Yeah, that makes sense. So how did you actually overcome those insecurities? So at the time I was working at Lululemon and their whole thing is like they kind of help you get to ultimately where you want to be. So like each quarter we would like write down our goals and they would like work us through that and we would talk about it. So I think like once I started talking about it and it was like public knowledge that I was actually wanting to do this, I kind of felt like, oh man, like this is actually happening, you know, like can't let everyone down now. So, I mean, if I kept it to myself, I probably would have backed out of it. That's great to hear. So I guess a pro tip would be to tell people about your ideas so they can hold you accountable. Yeah, exactly. Where did you get the funding to open the first location? So super lucky, but my grandparents had left us money. So I used some of that to open this. So I was never like totally in debt from this at all, like like to say. But I mean, the money that I put in, I did make back after the first year. So that's awesome. What is something you overlooked? Or a mistake that you made that you're glad you made because it helped you immensely down the line? I feel like it was staffing. Yeah, I was just was so bad at hiring people in the beginning. And the chef that I hired to open, she actually quit three days before we were actually opening, like after we announced that we were opening and everything. And I winded up only opening a day later. But I just like made such bad decisions with hiring people. And like now I can tell in the first like 30 seconds if I like these people or not. But yeah, definitely the staffing. So it sounds like being a psych major actually helped you to identify and see through people's stuff. Yeah, it's like kind of funny how you'd be surprised how many people lie on their resumes, especially in the food industry. I don't know if it's just an easy thing to do or people don't take it seriously or what. But to now, I like will not hire anyone front of the house, back of the house, anyone until I try them out first. And you can tell immediately if they are like being honest or not. You can't do everything on your own. There isn't enough time in the day. So how important is it to hire people that you can lean on? And did you have a tough time at first relying on other people and letting go? Yeah, so in the beginning, I just wouldn't leave here. Like, I would do everything. My mom helped me in the kitchen. I just didn't leave. I was here from open and close. And it took me a while. I think the first time that I left, it was like four o'clock one day or something. And I sat at home. And I mean, I still even like watch them on the cameras. I was just like, this is the weirdest feeling ever. But I started to just run myself into the ground. Like I got pretty sick. Like I just, I was not feeling well. I was just exhausted. And even still then, like they were still people that were working for me that I probably never should have left on their own, but I did it anyway. But now it's funny because I'll, I mean, I like walk away from this place for five days at a time sometimes. Like I have no problem doing it now at all. And then my sister runs the Ocean City location. So that's really helpful. Yeah, it's great to have people you can depend on. Obviously, you were planning for success, but were you surprised by the amount of support you received from the community? Oh my gosh, yeah, I had no idea. Well, especially because my mom and my stepdad have a restaurant now too. But the restaurant industry like this usually just doesn't happen. But our first day, there was literally a line out the door before we opened. It was the craziest thing. I just had no idea that people cared so much or that many people caught on because all we were doing was farmer's markets and social media. And then it was just whatever the news, like the local news people were reporting, but had no idea people paid that close attention. And so it was crazy. Now, can you talk to us about the credit card drama you faced? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I love Sweetgreen. I think it's like the coolest company ever, but 
so they do it and they're completely cashless and a lot of other smaller like fast casual places have been going in that direction and so anyway I feel like it's cleaner, safer for the employees, just a number of reasons. It's quicker. So I decided that we were going to go cashless and be credit card only. Well, that is like not an option with the vegan community at all because people were attacking me, like threatening to never come here again, saying that we were discriminating against low income people and people that couldn't have bank accounts. It was crazy. So I just deleted it and act like it never happened <laughs> and we still take cash. So, How did you come up with a name for the company? So I'm not creative at all. And so I just started writing down like play on words with vegetables. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so like that's, this is just what I came up with. I kind of wish I thought it through a little bit more, but but it works. I I think it's simple. It's to the point. And I think your logo is awesome as well. And I just wanted people to be able to like drive by and people have come in saying it, that they've just driven by and are able to tell that it's healthy food just from the sign and the logo. Yeah, I mean, what more in your line of business could you ask for? It just generates authentic walk-ins that know exactly what they're looking for, which is great. That's the whole point of it. Right. Um, So how do you market your business, and which tactics have been most successful for you? So we only do Facebook and Instagram are the big ones. There's a Twitter account too, but I don't. I mean, I don't really go on that or check it that much. And then just whatever the local news has reported on us. South Jersey Magazine's awesome. The Courier Post has done awesome stuff, too. We were just on ABC News this past weekend. And then a few weeks ago, we were, or not a few, a few months ago, we were on Fox. So that kind of stuff. But I have not paid for advertising at all. I've actually, like, just paid for my first $150 of advertising in Ocean City. A real estate company wanted us on, like, the flip side of door hangers, so we did that. So for the pressers, do they reach out to you or do you reach out to them? Yeah, so they've just always reached out to us. A lot of stuff on the news lately, they've just been targeting healthier food, so that's been awesome for us. The one on ABC this past week was healthier food at the shore. So they did us and then a few places like Avalon, Cape May, and Seattle, I think. Yeah, but they always come to us. Are you ever surprised by your patron and how many people are just willing to try these plant-based foods? Yeah, so there's a lot of people, I'd say more so that are not vegan than that are. They're just looking for healthy food. A lot of people have gluten allergies that come in. Yeah, so we kind of get people that like don't 100% realize what they're walking into but just want healthy food. How do you steer those people that just walk in and have no clue what you guys have to offer? I say our most popular and like go-to for people like that are the heartbeat burger and the buffalo cauliflower sandwich. Both are good. I've had both and the BLT is awesome. Yeah, that's so good too. Have any famous people come in? Yes, the guys from the Sixers, Justin Anderson, and I can't remember, oh, Okafer. They came in a couple years ago. And then we just had a Phillies pitcher in in the beginning of the summer. How flattering is it that they choose Heartbeat? I know. It's kind of funny to think that, like, these cool people, important people are at home saying, like, let's go to Heartbeat Kitchen for lunch. Like, it's crazy to me. So when you just got started and were stressed out, who did you lean on for support and advice? I guess my parents a lot. I mean, they have restaurants. My dad is in the restaurant industry, too. He does labor management. So... They all kind of do it at different angles, so they just, they helped me get everything figured out and 
my mom was crazy on the Craigslist with finding equipment and like that kind of stuff. And who has been your greatest inspiration through all of this? I don't know. That's fine. It's all yeah, good. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, what motivates you to get up every morning and keep going? I think it's just the customers that are so thankful and so happy that we're here. Like we literally have people come in and are like, oh my gosh, like this is the most amazing thing that I can order everything off of this menu and not have to worry about it. And even like little kids, there's so many little kids now, parents ordering like little kid birthday cakes and stuff. I mean, so many kids have food allergies now. It's kind of crazy, but yeah. So it's just, I guess it's that. So you have Westmont and Ocean City. Are there any plans for more locations? Yeah, there's a location in Cherry Hill on Route 38 that'll open next month, actually. Do you own that or do you franchise that out? That one's a small partnership. I wasn't ready to like totally let go and franchise yet. Mm -hmm. So Ocean City and Westmont are, are completely mine. And then another couple is opening the Cherry Hill location. What struggles comes from franchising? Yeah, it's just, so I'm like such a control freak, even the beginning with like letting go and trusting employees and stuff. So it's hard for me and I just work so hard and like everything here is like the way that I want it. So getting like other people's like input and feedback is great. But like sometimes I'm like, no, like this is the way that we do it. You know, like I don't care what's right or wrong, but like this is what we do. So stuff like that is hard and just. I mean, everything I do is, like, so easy. Even, like, the decorating, like, it's what I like. It's, you know, my taste and all that stuff. So people that aren't normally like that, I'm trying to, like, explain to them some stuff. So it's a little challenging even helping. I'm like, I will help you decorate. Like, I'll help you with all the greenery. Like, I'll help you with that stuff because I'm just so particular with stuff like that. So do you plan on franchising additional locations? I think, like, myself personally, I'm done opening. Uh, two is enough for me. And then, like, the half of the third, that's plenty for me. I have been thinking about franchising, but I kind of want to see how the trail one goes first on a smaller scale, and then I'll figure that out. Thanks for coming today. Where can people get in touch with you and find your delicious foods? So our website is heartbeatnj.com, and then all social media is heartbeatnj. Okay, perfect. Thanks again, Ashley. I hope you yeah. have a great day. Of course. Thanks. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If there are more topics you would like to hear about, you can email us at info at bluecollaryields.com. For more episodes, you can search Blue Collar Yields on Apple Podcasts.